Where the topic be the rocket and the brew. Well, that'd be the fuel. And I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What up, fellas? What's going on? What is going on, everyone? Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 75 of Bruising Banter Podcast. 75, and we still alive. Three quotas. That's right. 75th anniversary. <laughs> everything we've been celebrating since one day one hey, hey some some podcasts don't make it past uh five episodes five five, five. episodes <laughs> 75 yeah we've been 75. rocking guys yeah uh this is episode 75 of our social distancing series and um i don't know i was, I was thinking i was telling somebody i was telling lou maybe we should start a, a from delaware series as well uh, for, for folks that have uh, um, transcended okay, okay. Delaware. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, or moved here. Nobody moves here. If you've lived here longer than, if you've lived here longer than you, where your birthplace is, by right, I have to. Well, no, that's a, no, no, no. That's yeah, from segment. Delaware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about that's folks a different that, segment. I'm just, talking about, <laughs> I'm just talking about folks that have uh, went on, not people who implanted here, but have went on from, and did bigger, there. bigger, did better big things. Thing. I mean, yeah, that's I, they're probably part of the reason that now every time you watch a script or see a movie, they're just like, "What are you from Delaware?" Like they always try to play Delaware. Right, right. Yeah, they always do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but this and is still, episode. Still we, and still we rise. Still we rise. That's Del- right. Delaware. <laughs> Delaware. 
Oh, yeah. All right, this is episode 75. As I said, we do have a special guest with us. We have hip-hop journalist, cultural critic, and independent go. producer, Jason Rodriguez. Yes. Hello, in the Oh, Delaware the man, welcome to the legend. Delaware native, fresh prince of Delaware. You know what I mean? <laughs> Delaware <laughs> son, Brooklyn's brother. Yeah, oh, there you go. That, that, that works. That's, um, yes, he is here yes. in the podcast to join us. Um, but before we get into all of that, I always need to know what is everybody drinking today. We'll start with our guest. What are you drinking today, Jason? Word, I'm trying to figure out the decorum when I can crack it and start drinking. Oh, you can, no, you can, you can oh, pop you can that start. thing up. Right yeah, yeah, you um, late. Yes, late. so I got, I got, I got, I got three <laughs> brews. Um, one, I got a Modelo because that's just my favorite beer. I know it kind of violates your rules, but to me, this is kind of like <laughs> yeah, you drink what you want, man. It's it's a uh, it's Scotty Pip- Mexican beers are like Scotty Pippen the beers. They do a little bit of everything. Yeah, they might not take yeah. you to the championship, but they'll get you close. There you yes. go. Um, other than that, I got a, got an IPA. Uh, I'll put that in a glass. I'm gonna do one in a can, one in a glass, and one in a bottle. Oh yeah, we couldn't uh, tell that was an IPA. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, but IPAs a little hoppy, but I think IPAs are, are good when you're out there eating wings, drinking food. Who's that brewery? And this is a, a local joint here. Um, I think I got it because it said gang. I like gang, 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 gang. Om gang. Yeah. Three philosophers. This is from Cooperstown. Okay. So, oh yeah, nice. I had that a couple weeks ago, Jay. It's really but, good. Okay. Is that there who we was, was so calling like Omni Gang? Yeah. 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 What is Om- what is it called? Gang, Om- gang, gang. Omi, Omi. Oh. Oh, Omi game. No, it's um. It's just I think it's, um. Yeah, um, 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 game. Right. Um, now that's Cooperstown. What's the IPA joint? Where that? What brewery is that? That's Lagunitas. Okay, where are they out of? Yeah. Um, damn, I don't even know. Lagunitas to me is such a basic IPA that I'm just like it's uh, Lagunitas Kmart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> California and Chicago. California. Okay. Nice. Said it's out of Kmart. Nice. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> So you got a lot of uh, average, not average, but you got probably yeah, a, a yeah. good ABV uh, out of uh, between the three of those. You know, I'm say yeah, because I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, he's a beginner. <laughs> <laughs> got a virgin on the show. Well, then, well, then you got to tell him. You got to tell him what um, alcohol. So your alcohol ABV by volume. is your alcohol by volume, and that's. What oh, I didn't hear what you were saying. Yeah. Your, uh, yeah, I think Om Gang it might be a little high. Yeah. Is it on the bottle? Look on the bottle. And yeah. See it might be on the box, uh, but I chucked yeah, that okay. shit. So. It's, uh, it might be. 9.7. 9.7. Nice. My lane. My lane. There you go. <laughs> and then your yeah, Modelo, it may or may not be on there, but. Modelo's kind of. Yeah, that's low. It's probably, yeah. it's probably like a four point something. I think it's like five. Let's see. Yeah, probably. Plus it's open, so I'm not going to fuck with that. Yeah. But, this one is six point two. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. you you average you average above yeah, six. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, if, he, yeah. if he get all of them, uh... <laughs> he's drunk. <Yeah. laughs> he's definitely drunk. What's this one? I don't know. He's this got one time. Is. He didn't say he got time. <laughs> I, I punch above my weight, so we good. There you go. That's how it is. That's, yes. I don't know what this one is. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll find out later. What? Uh, so, Dev, what are you drinking on? I'm drinking on a uh, special delivery. Uh, two, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm feeling good this week um, because I got two special deliveries this week. I got a, a Bruising Banner podcast glass that was delivered to me by Lou. Early Happy Father's Day gift this week. So thanks, Lou. And yeah. shout out to Robin Hood Designs. Black Robin. Black, Black Robin. Robin Designs. 
Black Robin design. Sorry, I messed that all up. Um, <laughs> Robin Hood. She designed the glass, and, and, and Lou uh, early gifted me this. And I'm uh, what I poured in it is another gift from uh, 302 Yoda. He brought me some uh, Imprint Beer Company uh, Chemistry Cream Ale. Um, they're out of, uh, I think, Hatfield, PA? Yeah. They are? Okay, yeah. Um, so I was remembering off the can. And this is a um, five-percenter. Okay. Um, I pulled up their pulled up their uh, east of the gods and the earth. Yeah, I pulled up their to go menu. This is their traditional uh, cream ale. They've got like so many different cream ales on their list. But, uh, what it tastes like though is it is it good? Um, you know what I would say it's a, it's really a, to me a traditional um ale um okay, okay. or your everyday kind of beer. It's uh it had it had some head on it when I first poured the joint, but taste wise, I would say it, it probably is. I don't want to it to a, a, a mainstream brew, but I would say it's, it's just a traditional kind of well, that's, always, light, that's uh, always helpful for some yeah, people. That's where to go. Most yeah. people streams, yeah. yeah. But, so, is but, it, that's, is but that's kind of like what it what initially came to mind um, was just like kind of a traditional kind of everyday, um, you know. Uh, I guess you would say, I guess you would say like a like a not a Modelo per se, but maybe like a. Corona kind of thing. It, okay. it was really, it's really mild. It's really. Is it mild. a good? It's a good summertime it's beer. It's a good though? summertime drink. Yeah. Really refreshing. Um, I could guzzle it. It's actually so. Good. <laughs> I could just hey, down this hey, thing. Yeah. Does, it, does it have lactose in it? Is it creamy? Nah, no, no lactose in there. Um, what I from what I read off of their menu or off of the can. Um, I'm uh, I'm a little interested into you know a lot of like I said all of their L's have that cream L in them. But um, there may be another one out of the out of the pack of their ales that, that may have it in there. Okay. So, yeah, this one doesn't though. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Who's next? All right, uh, Lou, what you drinking on? Oh, okay, I'll go. I got uh, I went the left hand out of Colorado and got their uh, Peach Bellini uh, Rattler. It's mm-hmm. at a low four point one. Uh, it's real good though. It has those peach flavors. It's like an entry level type of beer for those people that don't really like beer from uh, right away. Uh-huh. Uh, and then secondly, I have uh, from Turpin's Beer Company out of Athens, Georgia. Their uh, watermelon gose. I had one of these yesterday. This is perfect. Uh, if you like salt on your watermelon, this is the beer. It was really good. Uh, pass me another yeah. to both. This one is. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not a goosey, it's a gosa. I apologize about that. <laughs> but it doesn't um, it doesn't say the APV on this one, but I'll get back to you guys. I'll look it up and find out what it is. But it's ooh, probably ooh. Yeah, I think I, I think we I think I, well, I think I had that and I don't think I We we had it on the um, I think we might I think have, we, I think we drank it, but I don't think we don't did think it on we the actual about podcast. It yet. We didn't talk about it. Yeah, no, I don't remember yeah. tasting it before. Yeah. We did that? have it though. Because okay. I remember I was talk that made me question why people put um salt, salt on her on their watermelon. Uh, I don't even eat watermelon, but just you had it. You remember what it tastes like? Did you like it? Yeah, it was. I don't know. I, <laughs> no, I don't like it. I, 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 didn't, I didn't love it either. I didn't, and I no. like Gozas, but I, that was the one I yeah. I wasn't a big fan of because it was really to me it was really salty. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let y'all know how what I think about it in a little bit. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yo, what so you drinking what, on? Yo, so what I got is um, from Imprint too. Since I did go take that take that trip, take that ride. So. And this was in y'all um, package too. And this is a uh, lavender lim- uh, lime limoncello. 
right? Lemon, lemon, cello, right? Would you say that? Is it lemon cello? Limoncello, but they all got weird names. But this is a um a six point uh two percenter, and this this now this one has lactose in it, and you can kind of tell from how it looks. Okay, yeah, yeah. You can see it. It. the, the cloudy, really hazy, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, but this is like they says uh, a fruit cocktail beer, and I I kind of get it because like. This thing you can't guzzle this for real because it's like it's super sweet and it tastes like lemonade and uh you get the um the smell of the lavender but I don't really know what lavender tastes like so yeah I don't know if that's what the, <laughs> I mean no, I mean it's, it's yeah it's, you know it's just floral right. there's no different than like a hibiscus or you know flower you just get that kind of right. you know just a just yeah. a, a, a floral kind of taste or smell yeah and that's what the you, you can smell it definitely but the taste is like a real sweet lemonade mm-hmm. type joint like this you can really like chug <laughs> this could be dangerous <laughs> that's right. coming in at uh 6.2 right yeah i yep. looked it up yeah and i i have it in my uh my booze and banner uh glass, glass. gifted by the one and only Lou. yes yes Lou, Lou Lou Belgium. Belgium. thanks a lot yeah. man this is this is great happy father's no, I'm saying thank you, I, thank I, I, early Father's Day. I have my glass, but I don't have it in there because I put actually put it up as a display. As a display. You put it as a display. <laughs> you, you know you what? Make sure it's showing in the background, man. All right, right, right. Hey, there you go. Right. Yeah. yeah, next time I'm, I'm going to change my angle. I need to start. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna start sitting by. I'm gonna start sitting by bookcases. Bookcases. Gotta see that's the move. Yeah, it make you. Yeah, it make you look smart as a motherfucker. Look at look at look at Jason. Look at this nigga. He like independent producer. That's what happens. Right. I mean, but but it's not just him. It's like a lot of people. Has his production of a that he do. What? What? Like uh, Lou, yeah. uh, I can't bro. hear you, Lou, but I'm gonna take that as a sign of disrespect. <laughs> oh, okay, Lou. Lou, come back Lou, to us. Lou sound like he busted a remix out on these niggas. I'm loving it, man. I mean, just to show you the color because you can't really see it in the in the uh, bottle, but very very dark. Uh, you taste the fudge. Um, you get deliciousness in every note. Look at that good coating in that glass. All the deliciousness. Oh, I love that we all did this. <laughs> yes. Yo, what you drinking? So what I got is a uh, Left Hand Brewing Company. Bow. Yo, I was going to get that yesterday. Well, you didn't. I got that it. is I did. so good. <laughs> it's the Galactic Cowboy. This is uh, Natural Imperial Stout. This thing's a nine. Uh, wait, what? Oh, Ooh. it's a nine percenter. Yeah. Yeah, and I could tell. <laughs> but yo, it's I mean it's a smooth uh, stout though. It's baby. It's yeah. out of um they're out of Longmont, Colorado. I drink a lot of left hands now I think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, you do. But um yeah, I, that stouts be banging, so I mm-hmm. rock I mean, this one. Yeah. Left hand, that's a good this one. I've had that this one. This one look like it's gonna cut it's nice and dark. Left hand, yo. <laughs> yeah. We, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. Because that don't even sound right. <laughs> Uh, well, left hand lube sounded better, but I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, left hand lube sound better. Um, all right, and I am drinking from uh, our hometown brewery, uh, from Belfont Brewing Company. It is the Orange Street Ale. It's one of one of. Oh, most, look at that! I know what that's inspired by. It's one of their most popular um, beverages when you go into the, the tap house. 
Uh, it is Taste. a it's like a cream ale. It has it has a slight orange uh, flavor to it, uh, but it is when people come into the tap house, they say, uh, "So what should I drink?" I don't drink nothing heavy. We always start them with the Kolsch or the uh, cream ale. It is a uh, 5.8% ABV. Okay. And I am also drinking a stout, uh, an old one. Well, I, uh, it's not an old, but it is a King of Lombok uh, from oh, yeah. Avante. Um, yeah, bring it coffee, to the screen a little bit more. Perio Coffee Stout. There you go. Yeah, that's uh, banging too. There's a little mouse on there. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's What's that called, yo? The King ah, of Lombok. Shit. I forgot what the... Uh, What's the brewery? The, uh, part, I, I didn't catch the brewery. Levant, uh, Levante. Levante. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Levante. I can do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I forget. It's, the, it's that, um, that... Yeah, that, that cat. Yeah, Whatever it that, is. I forgot what it's called. Some kind of cat. Yeah, yeah but the uh, proceeds go to the Indonesian Red is Cross. Is it the meerkat? It's something it like that. It's no, the one that, like that. It's like the one that they, the, the, they use the, the cat poop, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I forgot what they're going on. What you don't know. Yeah, they eat the coffee beans and poop it out. Oh, the coffee right. beans from them. Oh, right. yeah. 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 Right. Just right. to add flavor or some shit, right? Yeah. yeah. And this it's is flavor, a, I bet. This is a. Uh, shit flavor. I know. That's, the, that's, that's the start of the corona right there. Bow. Right. You're like, oh, it's a little nutty. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 10.2%. Uh, it's a milk stout. Ooh. It's called an in- Indonesian civet, is what this uh, thing is called. Civet. Yeah. 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 Right there. Shout, there. Shout out to Levante. Uh, so I'll crack that open a little later. Uh, I mean, I yes. think the majority of us tasted that one already, but um, all right. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that sounds like everyone has a good, uh, some good uh, drinks. Some people have more than one or two or three. Or three <laughs> in one time. I mean, I, mean, I got to catch up with Afro Beard Chick. I'm like, hold on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just off real quick. I can get on her level. Hold on. Ooh, wow. I ain't trying to get on her level. It's Sunday. <laughs> That's why. Because it is Sunday. Come on, man. Oh, and I forgot I have. I do have it in my drink. Uh, drink for the culture uh, cup. For the culture. Drink for the culture. Uh, from was that? I'm stouted. Stouted. Black oh, yeah. connoisseur. Shout out Ooh, to nice. uh, my brother. Um. All right. Well, let's get into these. Uh, Interviews. Let's get to know these ladies. Yo, yes. but why, why, why? Kavana got this picture like lingering right here. Oh, because she, she, she already she explained it because of her audio joint. So she would try oh, to set okay. it up, set it up different. Oh, yeah, oh, he weird. wanted to know why you basically had you know two. I spots. mean, it's, it's weird. I think she's just trying to take over shit. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. She's a queen. What? Why can't she I'm take about, up more space? Why? Because I'm about to put. I'm about to have one of my. I'm about to go on my phone and put an extra picture up. So oh, nah, nah. you got to top that. You not supposed to be the queen of the segment, Royola? <laughs> just saying, peace. peace. Hi. <laughs> nice, nice seeing you. Ladies, I'll hit you up later. Believe it. All right, let's jump into these. Let's jump into these interviews. I'm sure some of them will be more in depth than others. We're talking to you, Afro Beer Chick, because you're going to be drunk by the end of the segment. So you probably. (laughs) 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 She had a hard liquor. I bet you I won't. Oh, challenge. She's no rookie. Okay. Yo, she ain't playing either. That was a drinker's comment. All right. Right. Oh, she like that what? was a leave her alone and let her go. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we'll start with uh, Kavana. Tell us how you got into 
what you do, who you are, how you got in the craft beer. What was your fr- and then uh, we'll go from there. Um, hi, come on, <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. We gave you all that time. Um, We're getting rust off. Let's go. <laughs> I am literally just a regular black girl who drinks beer. I'm not in the industry, quote unquote, per se. I just um, like to drink beer, so I started documenting. I got into beer because I used to date this young man who would make fun of the beer I drank. What was the beer? What was you drinking? I used to drink a lot of Stella, a lot of Bud Light. But I'm from the country, so I started drinking when I was 16, and that's just easily accessible. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) Um. But so he introduced me to more beers, and I just started drinking. And then I'm really good friends with Kofi, who is the co-owner of Sankofa um, Brewing Company. Shout out Sankofa. And yeah, shout out to them. And I felt like if I was going to support my friend, I had to really support my friend. So mm-hmm. I started going to beer festivals with him, tasting more beer. He has a really big birthday party. And he brews beer, so I wanted to, like, learn, how are you just brewing this in your kitchen? What's going on with beer? So that's really how I got into it. And then as I grew into my beer knowledge, I wanted to start documenting, like, why do I like this? Why don't I like this? Have I tried that one before? And that's just really how I got into my journey. So, like, you have, like, a list of all the beers you've tried? I do. I um, take a lot of pictures of the cans, Mm. which is why I started highlighting it on my IG. Before that, I had a notebook that I actually used to write everything out. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Was Uh, was this, like, in 1996? You were using a notebook? Like... Why you just didn't put it in your phone? Kavana, Kavana, answer the question. Come on. <laughs> be quiet. No, I just try to come on this podcast and be peaceful. Right? I'm gonna have to pop yeah, off and be angry black woman. Right now. <laughs> like, no, I just for me writing is just like how I reiterate what's going on. But I used to just write like what I drank and how it tasted to me. I didn't really understand that I was already doing what tasters do I guess you could say like this feels like this and this is what I'm getting I just did it because I wanted to remember what I was drinking Mm. that's cool so what's the one that that you said why you said how come I don't like this so what was one that you didn't like um I do not like porters Mm. (gasps) thank you I know yes (laughs) I don't like sours Girl, I know I'm like the only female that doesn't like no, sours. Like I'm glad sour. there's more of us. No, no. Mm-mm. more. There you go. I appreciate <laughs> that. It depends on what kind of sour it is. Sours can be nasty. No. But like, it ain't Anytime all I talk, I meet another female, they're like, oh, yeah, I love this sour. I'm like, yeah. cool, uh-huh. cool. No. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. no. I appreciate Whoa, you guys. Like all, 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 all three of the ladies on the podcast don't like sour. Solidarity. 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 No. And like, and porters taste like tastes brown water. Like, what's the point? So y'all are like really good. I can't get in the porters. I can't do it. No. Yeah. So do you like Cezanne's, Cavana? You like Cezanne's, Huh? You like Cezanne's? What'd you say? You like Cezanne's? No. I don't. <laughs> no, let me. 
he's only saying this because I just told him that I had a saison from Urban Roots. Mm -hmm. I when I I got beer for them and I sent it, so I just picked up another one, and I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell Rob this, but yesterday I actually went to Urban Roots again, oh. and I got a five pack mm. of all saisons. <laughs> oh, so you love saisons? <laughs> so I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying. I I can't drink IPAs for the rest of my life. Right, that's true. That's true. So, uh, so I have to try. So so is I so Kavana is IPA your favorite style? It's my favorite style. Yeah. After that, oh. I will drink a stout every now and then. But IPAs are where it's at. Mm. Yes, mm. IPAs is where it's at. Are there profile of IPAs that you like? Do you like the, the the fruitier ones, or do you like the more the resin the, uh, the, the bitter? Yeah. I like the it's fruitier the ones. Uh-huh. I used to really like bitter, but now I'm gearing towards a lot more fruity. Mm. Cool. Cool. I'm trying to get into like the juicy IPAs. Yeah. So so what would you so what would you Good. say is your uh, I guess your your favorite, uh, I guess, your favorite brewery that you've had so far? Um, I'm going to be hella biased, and oh. that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Sankofa. <laughs> okay. well, that is hella biased. <laughs> that is hella biased. Like, that's, that, um, that's it over. Honestly, guys, I literally have seen them from the growth process. Right. They, they, birthed, they birthed you. They introduced you, right? Right. They. And I've Even the... Um, the beers that they have out now, I've been a part of that process just as a friend, like tasting the different types. Yes. Like you're, so you're part of their quality I, panel. Huh? You're part of their quality, like tasting panel. Well, not anymore because I don't live there, but yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah. I Number one, I love them. But then honestly, now that I'm here on the West Coast, I really like Urban Roots. Uh-huh. I love, I'm going to always follow a black brand. Okay. And, and they make really good beer. Right? That's, they're in Sacramento, right? Yeah. Okay. They're in Sacramento. I think that he was just on the bottle share with um, Crowns and Hops. Okay. Okay. But they have a they have a really nice location. I have not like had a bad beer there, even the nasty stout. I've still been like, oh, okay, this isn't bad. <laughs> really? The nasty, the nasty stout. stout. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> It's not too bad. Stout. If it's not bad, it's good. It's a good stout. All right. <laughs> so, so you got a West Coast and an East Coast brewery. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So tell us more about this uh, this plant life. Um, <laughs> you gotta give us something. You gotta give us something. I'm about I, to just take her pictures so and start the farm. page. Yeah. Right. No, I'm not starting a page. You don't have I to. We can do it. We'll do it. You know what? You guys are more than welcome. You grew up, to you no, grew we up, are. Yeah, you grew up on the farm because you didn't say where where you grew up from. And I mean, I guess you could say that. So I'm originally from a very small, small. We got it. Town <laughs> in Texas. Literally, nice. um, I graduated with 47 people. Wow, whoa, that is small. When you have six that of those small. people, I knew since kindergarten. Mm. Whoa, wow. that is small. That's small. Yeah. You should have said wow. one more small. <laughs> <laughs> Negative small. So I did a microscope <laughs> around nature. I grew what's, up around what town is that? Yeah, what's what's it called? Holland, Texas. It's just like the country, Holland. Holland. It's a big Czech repo- um, a big Czech population. I okay. was one of seven black kids in my whole high school. Okay. 
So I grew up in a really small town. I grew up around nature. I grew up around plants. Um, in my adult life, I've always had indoor plants. So now that I'm in the West Coast, I have taken advantage of the sun and dirt. And I have a full garden that I love so much. Ooh, nice. okay. And okay. I went from like five or six plants indoor to have 20 that I can count. Okay. Okay. And then I have, like I said, a whole garden. All that fresh air, oxygen you just breathing in. You just, your air is just purified. Do you right. name your plants? Um, No, but they're all female. Because, you know, okay. we're rooted and we grow and we're awesome. Okay, exactly. okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay. What's wrong with that? So I just, I love my plants and I have get so much energy out of them. Mm-hmm. And that's just been my thing. What's your uh, what's your particular favorite plant plant that you have right now? Um, I love cactus. I've always liked. I've you always liked you? cactus. They literally can go through hell anything, yeah, and be okay. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: mm-hmm. When I came here from the East Coast, my long ass flight, I had three cactus in my carry on that sat with me. <laughs> As I made it here, Yo, and the first that? thing I did <laughs> was put them in the ground. Mm. Okay. And then everything else got Weird. shipped. Oh, okay. okay. That's cool. Hmm. That's what's up. Oh, so how Yo, does a cactus? How does a cactus and an IPA compare? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know that relationship? Yeah. What's the relationship <laughs> between your favorite style of beer and your favorite style of plant? Nice. Because if you get stuck uh, by a cactus, what? it hurts. And that IPAs, IPAs are a little bitter. That bitterness hurt. And that's okay. exactly how cactus are. Yeah. They don't want none of your shit around you. Right. But they are strong and they keep it moving. Right. There okay. you go. Right. Yo, so, Only the strong survive. You either. I like it. I like there you go. I like it. Yep. Only strong Yo, so I looked up Holland, Texas. Their population as of 2010 was 1,221 1, people. That's oh, a so we was about high school. That's how many people was in my high school by itself. Like, what yes. do you mean? Yes. That's your population. The whole city. Jesus. We've grown like a hundred people because when I was oh. there, it was <laughs> That's actually pretty good though. hundred people growing? That's actually So they got good. like one church, one That's school. a big deal. <laughs> Yo, that's like 8% growth. That's a lot of growth. So literally that's my grade school was all on the same block. It was elementary, middle, What's the big city? How far was the yeah, big city? To Texas or Houston or San Antonio? Dallas. Either. None of them? I, I say none if of you them. look at a map, I'm smack dab in the middle of Texas. Oh, I'm an hour south of Austin and about 45 minutes north of Waco. Oh, okay. So, so it's kind of closer to Waco. Waco. Okay. Waco. Yeah. Yeah, or if you're familiar with Colleen Ford Hood area, I'm yep. right across oh, the street. Okay, gotcha. Oh, there you go. Okay. But it's really small. They probably had one officer. Super small. <laughs> one, uh... Yo. No, he said, she said, he said one officer. Yeah, one No, guy. literally, it's so small. The I don't want to put a damper on things, but the same jail that was used to, or the same building that was used to house slaves when they were bought, is the same What's building the that they use for the quote unquote jail. Wow. Mm. And it's like said- maybe like four by six. Dang. That's some history right there. Okay. For mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. That's uh, uh 
What's the black population there? I know you said you were like the one of the only black. Seven. She said like seven in her class. I was one of seven black kids in my high school. Um, Hold up. Seven out of seven out of forty-six. Seven out of the whole class. The whole class Uh, or the whole school? No, the whole high school. So ninth through twelfth grade. Yeah, so when she, wow. went, when she went to Atlanta and D.C., she had culture shock. Oh, right. Hey, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm very thankful <laughs> because um, I have roots in Texas and L.A. So okay. I used to spend my summers Tram. in L.A. So when yeah. I went oh, okay. off to Atlanta, I went to school at Spelman. So when I went to Atlanta, it wasn't a culture shock for me. The biggest thing for me was we have to take the MARTA everywhere. Okay. Why can't we have our cars? Gotcha. Yeah. I, of course, have been driving since I was 14. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in, in Atlanta, traffic is crazy, so. Yeah, you know, so I'm, I'm thankful. Yeah, you learn real quick while you take the MARTA. Right. <laughs> What'd you say? When you were driving at 14, was this like a horse that you were on? Or... <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a tractor. A tractor? Yeah, it was a tractor or... No, no, no. No, because that's I rode horses before I was 14. Oh, drove before you were 14. Oh, 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 before I don't know. Do you guys know like 4-H, FFA? Yep. I used to be. I was in 4-H. Yeah. So what, I grew up um, middle school and high school. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Farmers of America, right? Mm-hmm. And we, did, yeah. we had to do, we so had a bonsai up, plant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had That's a, a, a bonsai. Huh? You farmed a bonsai? Wait for you. Yeah, we had to cut it. <laughs> Thank you. Really you know, awesome. Good. I'm glad Mr. that you Mr. experienced Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Thank you, Kavana. I love Kavana. Kavana, you got a plan? Hey, you didn't have a plan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all well, for Kavana. I was <laughs> when I was in FFA, in my in middle school and high school, I actually grew up growing, raising rather rabbits, goats, and turkeys. So I would show those by the end of the season. Okay. Okay. Did you eat them? Did you eat them after they were shown? Yeah. 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 You know, I so I don't even eat now. There were no grocery. There were no grocery stores in that uh, in that area. Who's frozen again? We do have a grocery store, but our butcher is like. No, you're not. You got a stone cold face. <laughs> so, so you're vegan now or you're vegetarian? Is I, well, I'm not vegan, but I, I'm vegetarian. I okay. don't eat meat now. Gotcha. But the reason why I stopped eating meat was because I grew up where if we wanted to have goat today, we just slaughter it. Like, there was nothing for me to come home and see a goat hanging upside down right. with the guts hanging out, and we are going to eat it. Huh. But when I went to college, I, like, ate pork for the first time. I had my first pepperoni pizza. I had like beef that I've was changed. not raised in a backyard and it really messed up my digestive system. Oh. Mm. So I had to like slowly cut out processed meat. Okay. And then I just stopped eating it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. That's what's up. Makes sense. the backyard beef. What is this? Backyard beef. <laughs> beef. I like it. Backyard beef. Need a backyard beef. I need backyard, backyard beef. Backyard beef. birds. 
So you got so you got plans to move back to Harlem uh, soon? Uh, never. <laughs> I will probably never move back still to Texas. There in your family. Too... Huh? Anybody still there in your immediate family? Oh yeah, my mom is still there. I have lots of family still in throughout Texas. So you, but you I just back. won't move there. You uh, have you go go back. I haven't been back home in like ten years. Ooh, oh. I okay. Texas is just. Too far to the right. Texas. It's too Texas. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. I love my state. I am a very proud Texan. But as a black person, as a woman, it's just not for me. And that's okay. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That is okay. I can dig uh, it. All right. Any other questions Next. for uh, Kavana? I do. I just want to know what your shirt says because based on our conversation, you are a woman who. Has a strong mind, minding my black mind about black owned business. Shall we go? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, loving it. Thank you. Do you guys have any questions for Kavana? I don't know if you want to dive into it this at any particular time, but (laughs) I'm just going to ask, like, what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts going on? You know, with everything that's going on right now, just the climate of our country, of our, of our nation. Uh, what is your perspective on things and how would you strategize if you were given an opportunity to lead um, something for, you know, your country, your area? Um, you know, I think it's a difficult time for everyone. Yes. I don't have kids. I don't have a partner, but I have a nephew. I have uncles. I have black men in my life. And at the end of the day, I was just telling someone else, when Sandra Bland got pulled over, that hit me so hard. Because Texas, I've driven right? that Yeah, I've driven that street. I have a smart-ass mouth, which you guys have no. even felt a little bit of it. <laughs> so, that's just, that's just a ever since bit. then. Right, I know. <laughs> he said it. I, 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 got it. I, I, I probably got a lot more of it than they did. She has a horrible Thank home. you. Yeah. It gets worse. <laughs> so literally every since then, it feels like a replay mm. every time. Mm. When a mod, when everything came out with the mod, um, you know, I run five and six half marathons a year. Mm-hmm. So I quite literally run while I'm black. Right. So it's just everything back to back to back i actually got notified yesterday that the building that i work in in san francisco got broken into and mm. the first, my first thought was i don't care mm. you know the time that we're living in right now is hard for everyone just being in a pandemic i would have been in shelter in place for three months yeah. so i have to deal with that mentally but now i have to deal with People who look like me are dying. Yeah. And I was talking, you guys know Will from Down Home Brewing. I was talking to him last night and he was like, why do you think that we have just gone like so far out? And I said, you know, we just saw another black man get choked out. He said he couldn't breathe. This is now the second time that it's been on video. Right. That someone has said they couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. The EMS spelled him. The police officer spelled him. And we're just tired. Right. And think, I mean, we didn't, to your point, we didn't see it back in the day, but think of everybody 
that was put up by a noose and hung from a tree. All of them had that same, you know, didn't, didn't have a voice, but were probably saying those same words or mentally right. saying that same thing. I can't breathe until they right. were strangled and killed. You know, but now the fact that coupled with the fact that video is now surfacing mm-hmm. for us to actually see it up close and personal, um, it's, it's enough. A lot. Enough. It's a lot. And the, the, third thing, the third thing to think about is we're dealing with a pandemic. We're, we're de- dealing with seeing people doing this to us. But I live in the West Coast. I live like in the Berkeley area and yep. I was at Whole Foods literally on Thursday and had an altercation happen to me. Mm-hmm. I don't look quote unquote black. So right. if this is happening to me on Thursday, my mood was completely changed. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm dealing with three different things. I can't imagine what other people are doing. with. Right. We're mad. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that shit. Burn everything down. I don't care. Right. Mm. Okay. Get it out. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I, 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 we know we have to move on to other people, but you talked about your emotions and everything, like from a strategy standpoint, like how would you support the, the, that kind of any movement or is there a movement in particular or an organization in particular you or might about, uh, follow or support? Or talk about what you did. what you say? You did something yesterday? You said you went um, I just, yesterday? I just went out. I just did some marching. Okay. I don't drive at night anyway, so I was going to try to be at home at a decent hour. Okay. That's just me. Yeah. Um, but I think that if someone's listening to this and they don't know what to do, they can follow Brittany Packetty. She okay. is a dear friend of mine, and she's always has her pulse to the street. If okay. you don't know what to do, um, you can always follow her. Please donate to funds. But not to Sean King. Okay. So that would be my biggest thing. I will say that I'm working. Yeah, what's that about? It's not Sean's part. It's just specific. Yeah. What? But is that something specific? With you? Um, I just don't think you should donate to a man who is not reputable with the money that people have given to him. If you are more than welcome to hit me upside on a sidebar, and I can go into that more with you but I don't want to give him any play okay I just would okay. prefer that you didn't donate to him I appreciate him he's a wonderful Morehouse brother he always like gives visibility to things but I'd rather you give money to organizations that are going to use it for the people that are being affected so you appreciate his Absolutely. voice but not his financial literacy <laughs> right correct <laughs> yes. right correct I, I, it, it okay I'm also helping a dear friend um, as far as organizing. I'm also helping a dear friend who's an instructor at uh, Soul Cycle. She is she is of color, but she's not black. But she's doing a book club, and of course, it's mostly of non-black people. So I'm helping her or- organize and get that together because people have asked. What can they do? And for me, because I'm a reader and a writer, like get some knowledge in your life. Yeah. Oh. Good stuff. I agree. All right. Any more questions? Question. All right. Thank you, Kamala. Appreciate thank, you. Thank, oh, thank, thank you. you. Nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm going to open up my mango now. 
I want to see it in a glass. What brewery is that from? No, it's No glass. My Sankofa glass is dirty because I used it uh, yesterday for you're that. You're supposed to rinse that thing out with some water. Did you say you what used you know? it yesterday? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's nice. So it's still why my bed dirty. Oh, okay. We see how you get it in. Judge your mom, not me. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Who's fired? Yo, she's done. Get her out of here. Oh, you got sound effects, Rob. Hit it. She's done. No, she's done. Yeah. Oh, she is done. We have moved on. No, she's done, done. For me, too. I will see you again. Oh, yeah, we will see you again. We will see you again. We will see you again. That's not we're going to lay hands. Um, <laughs> God bless that. Left hands. Yes, lay hands. Yes, we got to lay hands. That's what I meant. Lay hands and pray for. And pray. Yes, yeah. okay. that's exactly. Yes, exactly. Pray, pray for, for you. you. Please pray for me. Oh, we will. <laughs> she needs some prayer. <laughs> uh, Jesus, take the will. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Ooh, All right. My mom will be on here. All right. Uh, thank you, Kavana. We'll, now we'll jump into... Denise, aka D Nice, aka Kiki Suds on IG. Is it just on IG or is it everywhere? IG, everywhere. Oh, well, yo, you can no, tell us. IG. Well, you can tell IG, us. IG, man. All right, so I well, do you it can one actually. One at a time. One yeah. at a time. All right. <laughs> you can actually tell us where you got the name from. Oh, man. So Kiki Suds came about because um, just my personality. So I really like beer. I've been in it for quite some time now, uh, quietly, not on social media or anything, but, um, and I, I wanted something that was different and I wanted something to refer back to two things that I think are kind of taboo right now. So kinky refers to hair. Right. You know, that's, I what, that's what I thought you were. At first. Go, go, right. got your willow, willow going on. I, I right? thought it meant the hair too, until you start talking. Well, so that's it. That's the double, the double part. So it's the hair. Jay-Z out here with the double entendres. Got to, got to, right? And I also, I think that with the the environment that we're in right now, and especially for me with my background being in science, um, it was just a whole idea that your hair can sometimes get you into trouble, right? Mm. And I was like, you know, I want this to be upfront, out in the open, like, look, this is me, this is my natural hair, I'm not ashamed, I don't care. And I've been very unapologetic in a lot of things that I do in my life, right? Mm-hmm. I've been known to cause waves and I don't care. You know, I'm like, I'm very loud. I'm very energetic. That's me. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be upfront and personal with that with kinky. But then the other thing is just the fact that the other taboo subject is sex. A lot of people, everybody participates in it in some shape or form, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you think about it, you participate actively, whatever. But it's still kind of one of those topics that people don't really want to talk about. Right. Rob does porn. <laughs> Right, right. So it's like it's, it's kind of one of those. It's like if you are if you're unapologetic in that, right? They're like, oh, you get labeled a certain way. And I was like, you know what? Putting that those two things together, and with a lot of the merchandise that I'm hoping to put out, will kind of push that envelope a little bit. But really, it was just those two things that really speak to me as a person that I wanted to have with says. So that's how the name came about. Right. I like it. So, like so it. who is? Uh, Denise as a person like who are you how you got uh, you know what I mean Denise 
doesn't fit into any category. Um, I will not be boxed. Okay, Rob. Will I can't. Not be. I just asked her who she is as a person. I didn't say people, right. people I didn't personally know me. I, I, look, yeah. Rob, I'm just going on with what she said. She can will not be. So people, in category. yeah, people who know me, they know me as loud. They know me as funny. I'm goofy as hell. Um, but I have a lot of different interests. So. I came up from science. I've got a PhD in microbiology and immunology. So I'm a big time okay. nerd. Nah, sit, sit, that, doctor. Sit, sit this out. I am a doctor. Sit this out. I am a doctor. Sit that out, Lou. She said, yeah. she said, I, she said what I did. I'm a doctor. Look, more power to her. Go ahead. I got, I got a bachelor's. That's as far as I'm going, ever. <laughs> she, she said, I got a PhD. Let it be known. Yeah, doctor. Good doctor. So, so yes. Dr. Kinky said. Yes. Right. It should be. Dr. D. Be. That's what I'm saying. Doc right is in the house. Okay. Really? Uh, but I have a PhD um, and I really love science. So my background is more in microbiology and immunology. So I deal with bacteria, viruses. I look at your immune response. Uh, so all that stuff was really interesting to me. But you know, going off into science, I'm used to being the only. I mean, when I was doing my PhD program, I was the only black student, right? And two others came into the program, but they got pushed out. So during my time in grad school, I was the only black person that made it all the way through, right? Right. So I'm used to being the the only black person, the only black woman, um, and having people look to me to be a representative of the race, right? And I always think okay. back on this time where they had it, where all the grad students came together. They were like, we're going to talk about diversity and inclusion. And my friend, she, you know, she's part of the LGBT community. She was like, listen, uh, I want to go to this, but I don't want to go alone. Cause I wasn't going to go. Cause I was like, this is a bunch of bullshit. I know it's going to be one of those. We'll talk about it, but you know, Mm-hmm. And she's like, I won't, I don't want to go alone. She's very quiet, right? But she's, you know, doesn't like confrontation. And I said, fine, I'll go. I'll go. So they go through all the other things on the issue and then they come down. And this is how they started. They said, well, let's talk about diversity and inclusion. And all the people in the room turn and look at me. Mm-hmm. Now she turns red. And she kind of like does this. And I said, well, what do you want me to say that I feel comfortable around you white people? Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you want me to say that I feel threatened? Like, what, what do you want me to say? I'm like, honestly, we have no say in this because we're not the ones who determine who gets accepted. Right. I'm like, really? I need to be having this conversation with the professors to say, okay, well, when you're going through and looking at your applicants, are black people actually applying to the program? I think but the question becomes, why are they not making it into the interview pool? Is it because they're not stacking up to what you're looking for? Or is it because there's something else that's, that's not really being said, right? And I'm like, it also could be that on the surface, they're probably not applying because when they look at the department, which my PhD is from University of Michigan, because I'm Michigan-born, Detroit, actual okay. Detroit, not okay. a suburb. That's where I'm family from. Family from there. Put that out there. In Detroit. Okay. okay. All that's my family. Man, no <laughs> Auburn Hills. I'm in Detroit. Thank you. Thank right. you. We're not talking Southfield. You know, we're not talking Troy. No, we're talking Detroit, right? Yes. Um, but, you know, and it was just like, well, why is that? Right. Like, can you answer that question? And the graduate students, you guys, I said, you guys cannot answer that question because you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. So I can go all day 
talking to you guys about this, but it's not going to change anything, right? We need to talk to people who are the decision makers, not us, right? Mm-hmm. So after grad school, I was going back and forth. Do I want to stay in academia? Do I want to go off into something else? And I did. I still did an academic postdoc. And that's where I started learning more about the microbiome. I did a lot of stuff with doing a little bit more of animal research and stuff like that. Uh, but I got into this business development fellowship program where I actually got introduced into business. And that just took off. I loved doing the presentations. I loved thinking about business, coming up with strategies. And so because of that, went off into consulting and started up on the side, kinky suds during that time. So right now I'm consulting for pharma companies. Uh, so I'm like really in tune with what's happening right now with COVID. Oh, wow. Um, and so from my science background, I understand the science. I understand why there's a struggle with trying to come up with a vaccine why is a struggle to try and get these tests out? I understand that piece. Um, but then personally, my grandmother, she ended up getting COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And she was in the hospital for a week and she passed away. Mm-hmm. So Sorry. from a personal perspective, I've seen how that can affect people. And she was back in Michigan. I'm out in California. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even go and see her during her last few days, right? So mm-hmm. for me, it's been tough because seeing how in the beginning they kept saying, well, black people aren't affected. And I'm thinking, I don't know where the hell this information is coming from, but it's deadly. And we're now starting to see statistically that black people, right. Are really being affected by this. And they're like, well, we don't understand why. And I'm like, well, think about how the system is set up. Right. You know, the the opportunities are not there for you to get the healthcare that you need. Right. 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 It was like a 40, it's like a 40 year slow play. Yeah. Right. And then I think about it until bang, hit them with the disease. Right. And then it's like, you think about what's really affecting them. It's like, well, they have hypertension, you know, they have heart disease. It's really prevalent. Well, let's understand why that is. Right. And then it's like, if you already have a weak heart, you got to be careful with that type of stuff. Right. Asthma, Mm -hmm. diabetes. We know that these are very high in the African-American community. Right. So Mm -hmm. for me, hearing about how my grandmother went through this and then I have my parents who live with me and I don't like to take my chances with going out. Like I'm young, cool. I don't have any underlying health problems, but my parents, I got to think about them. So sure. Would I like to go out? Absolutely. I like being out in nature. I love plants. I like hiking. That's the type of stuff I like to do, but Mm. I don't want to, I like going to breweries, but I don't want to take a chance going out. I'll be okay. But Somebody else. What about my folks? You know, I don't want to be that asshole, you know, who's like, I'm going to go out because I can't stay my ass in. You know, I don't want to do that. Right. So, you know, so for me, it's like as a scientist, as a person, as a black person, as a black woman, these are all the things that kind of get layered onto that. So, um, you know, and then like when I started up Kinky Suds, it just started recently. And then like, like all the things that happened, it's like, I have all these ideas of, you know, funny pictures to do with beer, but it's like, does it, it didn't feel right to put that type of stuff out for the past week, you know? Right. And I felt like I needed to take a break from that because it's like, it's constant. Right. You see it. Right. And it's yeah. like the video gets played over and over again. I'm like, Oh, Hey, here's another angle. You're like, that's great. But why do I have to keep reliving this nightmare of seeing as a black man, cry out saying he can't breathe, that his stomach hurts, that his chest hurts, that, you know, he's crying out for his mother. I mean, that type of 
shit, it's 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 hurtful to watch that, you know. Yeah. And it's like I don't have any siblings, but I got a black father who's been in my life uh-huh. forever, you know. And sure, I'm on the life side of life, and so is he. But again, he could still get profiled for shit, you know. Like he could yeah. still be that could happen to him. And yeah. knowing that he has a heart issue, which is what they're saying George had. Uh, yeah. That shit's not easy when you can tell. It's like I know from a science side, like why he couldn't breathe. Besides, as they're saying from the you know autopsy report, well, well, the, know, the strangulation didn't actually do it. No the physical evidence. Well, that's that's what they're trying to say. He was he was ultimately stressed. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, when you think about it, you go, great, sure, okay. So his neck wasn't ultimately the problem, but if you're putting that amount of pressure on someone's heart. Right. who has that issue already and the heart's already under enough stress and then you're right. adding on to it, it makes right. sense. It was right. overly so like, excessive. It was just, ex- it's yeah. excessive and they're always excessive. Yeah, right. so for me, it was just like, I, it, it, it hit on so many levels so I had to take a break and and that's, and the other thing too is this other side project that I'm working on is this book where I'm interviewing, you know, a lot of black people who are in craft beer and, before this whole thing started, I wanted to create this book because I've seen so many people that have, you know, articles that are written about them, little short snippets of, you know, oh, well, let's talk about your interest in your time and beer. But they always seem as though, depending on who the writer is, that it's kind of like, well, we'll write it because we want it. You're, you're the hottest thing right now. Okay. But you don't really capture their, their, their stories, their, their voice. So I came up with this book. The name of the book is called The Fro in the Room. And I really wanted it to be a collection of people of color's experiences in craft and craft beer. And it's not just talking to brewers, right? I'm talking to influencers. I'm talking to, you know, people who are in marketing, graphic design, you know, people who are doing podcasts. And I'm trying to get this wide range of people who are in different types of careers in craft beer. And it's been great how it's kind of evolved over time to what that is. And so I'm partnering with a black artist to get that going, to have these like images that are throughout the book that really represent the black voice. Um, and we'll be so that black far, podcast. Yeah. I was right? about hey. to say, you can reach out to us. <laughs> See? We'll be that black See? podcast. Is that, exactly. is that so, are we, are we expecting that sometime next week, huh? See, now that's the thing. It's like I'm looking for, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to be an organic thing with people, you know, and I, yes. and I wanted it to be. So y'all just ruined where, that. <laughs> Are we giving that? No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> no, no, you guys are fine. I'm glad. I want people. I want I people to want to, to be a to part you, of it. Part you know, of it. I don't want to drag people. Story. Right. I don't want to drag people into it. We should definitely collab because I had already started doing uh, a documentary called "Being Black and Crap." Then COVID happens, where I was actually setting up my meetings. I was going to travel to people and get that perspective. So we definitely need to collaborate. Thank you. It did with me. me. I've been drinking craft beer. (laughs) Say All the time, we bring them one by one. But seriously, I'm I'm open to collaborations. I'm open to ideas. I mean, I I want to make this where, and honestly, I don't. I'm going back and forth. Do I want it as a hard copy or an ebook? Ebook probably would be easier, but I'm like, no, fuck that. I want it to take space. I want it to be mm. out there. Right. I want it to be in Barnes and Nobles and other types of bookstores when you see it displayed. Like here mm. it is. 
Right. You can't okay. you right. can't ignore it. Right. I want it to be in the face. So right. that's the that's the goal of that. Yeah. Um, so far, I've interviewed twelve people. Okay. okay. I think I have like another five people set up. I'm trying to get between twenty to thirty people. Okay. But okay. it might blow up into something more, which would be nice. But right. that's 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 my whole. That's amazing. Yeah, you're great. Right. Now we asked. Now we asked a. Uh, this is a kind of different. Now we asked another healthcare professional. Um, yeah. <laughs> so when so when the vaccine come out, are you taking yes. the vaccine? So here's the thing. This is I, because of my science background. This is how I always see it. Vaccines are very important because you have to. The thing is, that people are looking at it like, "Well, I'm healthy. Why do I need it?" And it's like it's not you. A lot of times, right? It's usually the people that you interact with, right? And that's where this whole idea of herd immunity is very important because you are protected, which means you can decrease the chances of spreading to people who cannot get the vaccine because of age, because of health issues, whatever, right? So it's very important for that to happen. Now, when you think about it from a business perspective, all these pharmaceutical companies are really pushing to try and get something out there. Right. And there's a certain way you're supposed to go about doing these trials, but everything is expedited at this point. Right. Right. So I can understand why people might be a little hesitant to want to jump on board with that. I totally get it. You know, because you're like, well, did you really test that out fully? And did the FDA really approve of this? So there's a lot of layers that are with that. So I understand why people may be hesitant to do it. But vaccines are important. They showed this when you had these anti-vaxxers that were like, I'm not going to vaccine my kid against measles, mumps, you know, rubella, you know, and it's like, you know, whooping cough. And what happened? In these areas where they weren't doing that, you see these these number of cases grow. And you say, well, why is that? Well, these kids are not being vaccinated. And like, well, I thought we had eradicated this or at least kept it at bay. Well, we did when we were vaccinated, right? So it's like that that movement of anti-vaxxers again i understand where their concerns can come from but again it's like you've got to look at the science you so really when they first drop it you taking it yeah that, oh yeah she oh yeah that thing. i'll wait for you yeah. to take it then if i don't hear back from you i'm not taking it <laughs> but you see that's the thing right I mean, and i'm totally fine with that i'm totally fine with saying taking it and saying okay hey i had it done Let's document what happens over the next couple of days. Okay, no okay, and that's cool. Yeah, I want your I whole, mean, like I, I want said, your whole, your, your whole thing. Whole journal. The whole journal. Listen, I got no problem with that because again, I'm a scientist, right? So I'm the type of person who's like experiments in place. You got to document things. And that's you got to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, if I can at least convince people that it's okay, especially like, again, when you look at the minority, you know, minorities in in America, right? And when you think about the stories how some science stuff had started, you know, how they were going into certain communities and trying out things, right? And it's like, yeah, I can understand why you might be like, nah, okay. Or how they were doing stuff over in Africa. And you have these these health organizations that were going over there. And at first, Africans were open to it. They're like, yeah, okay, we'll see what happens. But then the shit that started happening, I can understand why. They're like, no, we don't want outside help. It makes sense. It totally makes sense. It does hurt organizations that really are trying to help, but at the same time, you've got to be aware of that history. Right. You've got to be aware, exactly. and you've got to be willing to put in the effort to build up that trusting relationship and to prove. You've got to be able to do that. And so, 
like I said, if I can help in some way to kind of help our community to kind of help us out as a species, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I'm totally fine with it too. Thank you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, you, I'm fine with it. Now, now we know you. We heard you. You said you stouts with your like. Is that your favorite? Oh, or yeah. Is that your favorite? Oh yeah. Type? Okay. Oh yeah. I I love stouts. Stouts to me, they're like a meal and a glass. It's just, <laughs> it's great. It's just something about them. It's just, it's just the chocolatey roastedness about it. It's just so good, right? And mm. I really like imperial stouts, especially ones that are bourbon barrel aged. Like those are my, oh, you like those are my all time favorites. Yes, yes. Right. So for me, that was my first real beer that I got into because originally I was into like tequila, vodka, bourbon, you know, cognacs. Those are my thing. That's what I started. I was a spirits girl. That was me. Okay. You know, I can throw back shots and be totally fine. What a honey. But. <laughs> Who got that brown? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who got that brown? So that's me. Right now, I'm drinking on a Japanese whiskey. I told y'all. Right, right, right now. Right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Right? A couple so, minutes ago, I seen her going back in the cabinet making a bunch she of. She did. She did. Then she's like, oh, yeah, she Hold on. <laughs> I didn't even know I was paying attention when I did that. We saw you. Background and chains and everything. Yeah, I know. My, I love stouts. Those are my favorite. Um, and my first beer, really, that I got into, I was on a date with my ex at the time. This is our first date. And he got a Guinness. And I was like, I didn't know beer could be that dark. What the hell is this? Okay. And I'm like, can I? Let me, let me get a taste of that. And I just I just love that that roasted chocolate flavor. And I was like, so it's more types of beer than Bud and, and Miller. You know, right. I'm like, shit. All right, let me let me check this out. So yeah. because of that, I got into it and I use I used to homebrew back in Michigan. I used to grow my own hops back in Michigan. Mm. Oh shit. Okay. I used to hops, stuff. Okay. Hops. Oh yeah. That that was dope. Being able to grow your own hops. You say hops or hemp? First, I, I, I didn't hear you. Oh, hops. Oh, now, don't give me. That was before it became that hearing, legal. That hearing problem. So I had yeah. to be careful <laughs> how I can do both. But, right. um, but back in Michigan, I used to grow it, grow my own hops, and it was cool. The first season they grow, and you're like, hey, okay, they actually did it. But in each season, they would get just it was just more and more hops more that would grow out of it, oh. and I mean they would get. You can get up to 10 to 15 feet if you're really taking good care of them. Right. And just the smell of them when you would go out there and then you're like, okay, let me go and pick them off of there. Let them dry out. I mean, it was just awesome. And then brewing with them, oh, it was just so much fun. So I miss doing that. I need to get back into it. But mm-hmm. where I'm at in California right now, um, they won't allow you to have an open flame at this apartment building. I'm just like, so I don't oh, want to do it. Like you. you can do it, but Open flame with the propane tank. It's just, it just is yeah. something about right. it, you know. You're doing that, you're doing that real home brewing. Okay. Home brewing, right? You gotta, you gotta get that. Going. Coke, cook the coke, cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in North Cal or South or Southern Cal? I used to be in NorCal. I used to for a while when I was doing my postdoc oh. out at UC Davis, but I'm currently down by LA what? right now. When you okay. were at UC <laughs> Davis, did you ever go to the hot farm there? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, when I went there, I was like, 
I can do this shit. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, I used to do this. I'm like, damn it, I need to do this again. Like, I, I, I miss it. I miss, like, when you are a part of that, like, when you have, like, all of, like, you're, you're, when you're growing a part of what goes into your beer, right? Like the grain, you can go you know, to your beer store and get that. But when you're like those hops that are in there, mm-hmm. I grew that. Like it yeah. just it's another layer yeah. to that, right? Where you're just right. like, you know, like I did that. I yeah. did that. So I just like that piece of it. I miss doing that type of stuff. But drinking beer and being creative with it, like I'm like having goofy pictures. Like there's this one beer I'm coming up with that's um, – from KCBC Brewery, where they had a, I think it's a Doozy Bowser beer. They have some uh, dry hop, or double dry hop IPA. I plan on, I have this giant T-Rex outfit. So I'm going to do something real stupid with this shit, with this okay. beer. But I like I like doing funny, dumb stuff with the beer pictures, right? So it's like, I want to get back into home brewing, but I also am comfortable right now with just drinking beers and putting my reviews on it. And yeah. also kind of highlighting science with it as well. So okay. there's a blog series I'm going to start up. Um, one of the first articles is going to be, can robots make beer? And I'm a really big nerd, really big video gamer. Like gamer, just people okay. can't, don't understand how much of a gamer I am. What? I build my what? own PC rigs. <laughs> I'm big into consoles. Like this is, I'm a nerd, nerd. Okay. I love it. I got comic books and graphic novels on the other side of my bed over there. So I'm like really big into comics, gaming, cars. Like what's your favorite? What's your favorite console yeah. and game? Yeah, that's what I was oh, reaction. My favorite console, if we go retro, probably probably would be N64 because that was the first. Like I have my I have my Nintendo and Super Nintendo. I have all the originals that are in my living room oh, right sh- now, but N64. Listen, my Nintendo. I got my Nintendo. I got I got so many game system consoles in my living room right now. It's ridiculous, but I think N sixty four because that's when I really started heavily getting into gaming. Right. Um, PC. I like it because you get to make your own rigs. You can do like the ultra. All all the settings can be an ultra, and you can just like really get into it. Mm-hmm. But I'm more of a first person shooter, so that's more of my style mm-hmm. of game. Um, if you talk about new new school stuff, definitely PlayStation over Xbox, hands down. Right. Um, but um, I would have to say probably my retro favorite would probably be N64 because a lot of childhood memories with that one. So. Afro Bear Chick, you game too? It sounded like you was excited about that. What you what you like? Well, you know what? I grew up, you know, around the Atari, Robert. you know, Nintendo era, so. Of course, you know, we had to hold it down and then we had a PS4 in the house. Where yes. the music coming from? Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Don't mind him. Don't mind him. Continue. Right? I had a question um, back yeah. to the hops. Uh, yeah. A former colleague uh, that yeah. I worked with at, uh, at, a, at a big manufacturing company, she's a, yeah. a scientist like yourself. Nice. Now she works at a uh, company here in Delaware uh, yeah. that she posts a lot of pictures of, of, of hops and going into, uh, I guess, these, I don't know, labs or whatever you yeah. will, whatever you, yeah. whatever you call them. Um, do you get a chance to 
or is there a space? You know how we do, you know how we can go and do a like a, a, um, a visit to a brewery. Are there, yeah. is there a space that allows you to tour different kind of hop farms or whatever? Oh, yeah. like, where where are they in relation to you or, or are they uh, others like all around? So I know that there busted? were, yeah, there, there are places, you have a lot of hop farmers that are more than open to, like if you really wanted to learn about the business, like how do you go about growing hops? They're more than open to come and talk to you about it. You can find a lot of this information online as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't dug into out here in Southern California where any of them are at, okay. but up in Northern California, we had tons of places. And like UC Davis, which they had this whole beer program there, like this whole beer program out there. Mm-hmm. You could literally go to them and they could give you all the type of information that you want about like ops, brewing process, whatever you wanted. Okay. Um, but there's tons of places, um, okay. and just the whole idea of going out to a hop farm, you know, and seeing that, like going out to a winery and you see all the grapes that are growing as well. Like it's just, it's kind of like that, but with hops, yeah. right? So is it, is it a, is it a process? Like, let's say you, you, you go to a hop farm and I'm not saying, you know, personally, but with like, you know, how you go to a, a, to a, a winery or whatever, you might yeah. taste the grapes or you might. Yeah. You know, do you get to like oh, taste yeah. the hops or do you get to You don't like, get to taste it. What they usually do is allow you to smell it. So they'll like oh, rub it. They'll say the rub it in your hand. Just, yeah. Yeah. But they'll like let you rub it and they'll say smell it and say okay. what type of aroma do you get out of that, you right? And they'll probably have beers that were made with that to say, okay, what type of flavors are you getting out of that? So you'll be able to get the two components that these hops are really a part of. And really be able to, it kind of enhances your beer knowledge too, because you're like, oh, okay, well, when I smell this, maybe it's this type of hop, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. if I taste this, this is a type of hop that is probably going to be associated with that flavor. So you could totally get into it. I mean, it's it's a whole science oh, to that, fine. whole fine. science. And they're always coming out with new strains and stuff like that too. Hey, so. Come on, come on. Yeah, something to say. Yeah, I was going to say, if any of you guys are ever in San Francisco, Oakland, Literally, there's like five hot farms outside of UC Davis, like the Dixon area. They have their own little collaboration. And to even just be on the freeway and see the trellis of the hops, I I would recommend it to anyone. If you like beer, I know Napa Valley is up here and people always go there. But definitely look into going to the hops farm because you learn so much. Okay. Savannah, is that is that a plant that you would ever grow? A hop? I haven't thought about it, but now that I've listened to you, I might. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have All the space for and it. Error, why not? Yeah, you gotta have the space for they grow. I mean, they are they grow. Yeah, they're huge. I huge I, plants. I have a really big garden, so I have more than. Oh, you have the space. Oh, nice. Yeah, I have nice. a, I have two fruit trees and multiple. Like mine. oh nice! So I, I always wanted to. I wanted to and have it really like grow up and my, over. My prayer plant alive mm-hmm. over here in my window. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Doing great. Don't like, worry. Don't start worry. Small. <laughs> look, look. Let me tell y'all something. If you okay? need help, I'll help you. But you're doing so great. I just bought my. Uh-huh. I just bought two plants since COVID started. Okay, I'm surprised that they're still alive. I did good to keep my. And my they're doing alive. great. You're not even talking about plants. You're giving it water. You're giving it love. That's all right. you need. You got to green up. What are you talking about? Look at you. Term, yo. <laughs> Meanwhile, I just cut all the trees away from my house. 
every oh, single tree, God. playing everything I don't want any of You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> Go. What? No hey. Get right. him out of here. That's how you get squirrels in the house. Yeah, yeah right. Squirrels. Back in. What's wrong with squirrels, man? They part of nature. What's wrong with squirrels? Out of your house. Once they get in your house, that's not nature anymore. My house is no part of nature. Yeah, it is. Man, look, you got wood. invaded the land. <laughs> you you invaded the land with that house. Okay. Facts and so, facts. That is true. Just saying. <laughs> All the facts you want. That that type of wood is is uh, actual, not nature wood. Right, but once you it becomes that type like of wood, the nature part is over. But you were in their space, so you actually invaded. Cut it down, property. Yoda. You cut it down, baby. I cut them all. Do. Damn. <laughs> the house. Green around me. No green around me unless it's money. <laughs> all right. I know Denise took us in a lot of different directions that you probably asked I did, my bad. Before, but do anyone else have any other questions? I think I think Mavado uh wrapped it up pretty pretty easily. Uh, so special. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 is, there, is there anything else? Because she said video game, PhD, Doctor, uh, yeah, comic like, books, all of that. <laughs> I think she's just tapped in. You know what? She a, a, a kid can do anything. A black right. woman in America. Man. Can do there you go. That's magical. Right. And we, also, and we also learned an important point that. Um, Men are not actually as useless as people try to say they are because they induced these two ladies to beers. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to figure out where you were going with this. <laughs> just saying. You're I mean, you think about right. it, right? But I mean, when you Men think about it, when you, together. But you know what? When you think about the marketing of beer, and I talked about this recently with a friend, I'm like, when you think the marketing of beer, right? It's always men and sports. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I watch We sports. learned, we I learned like the, from I going to Montclair Brewing that over in Africa, that yeah. women are yeah. beer brewers. That's where he learned all his mom's recipes from. Right, yeah. but what I'm saying, but like, that's the thing. Where it started, it totally makes sense. You think about it over in Egypt, you think about the history. Black of women. But Black here women. in America, where we totally live. Totally opposite. You totally see it as white beard, men, white beards. beards. That's right, it. Right. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I get it. You put beer and sports together. It's a perfect marriage because I like sports. I watch a ton of football, basketball, all kinds America, of stuff. America, we right? capitalize like, on, they capitalize on everything, don't they? Yeah. So I'm like, so I'm like, of course it makes sense that, you know, you get introduced to it possibly, right? Unless yeah. you go out and try it, right? But I'm like, it makes sense. And I got yeah. no problem with saying, yeah, okay, dude introduced me to it. That's cool. All right. Yeah. But I probably could out talk him on some sports and science and comic books. But right. oh, cool. You introduced me to beer. That's cool. Right. Right. And, and you, uh, Bust your guns. And now you're a certified beer server. So salute. And I'm a certified <laughs> beer server. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just saying. I'm moving up in the world. Yeah. Right. Tell me shit now. <laughs> so, I got the exam. I got the pen, the pants. Yeah. We right. ready to go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I did see that. Congratulations. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Look, Afro beer chick drunk. Look at her. Look at her. Look, she's sweet. She's waiting on her turn. She's, she's laid down like that. She's drunk. She's Fired drunk. Up. It was all about to fall asleep. <laughs> she's nice. She's like, remember the camera's on. Nah, she's feeling good. She said, look. We all up in your space. Let me know when y'all ready to talk to Now that's queen. posing. That last one was posing. Yeah, that now first one. Oh, I love. <laughs> I'm not even buzzed. I'm just, I'm just patiently waiting. You know, I'm right, just, I'm, 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 I'm,
Um, it's her turn. Let's do it. Rob, give her, give her her intro. Give her her, right. her summarization. I'll get you that. Yeah, top, top 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 yeah, she said next yep. stage. Next, next yep. up. All right. Next up, we have Afro Beard Chick. Uh, if you go on IG, check her out. If you, She also has a podcast as well. And coming to us out of where? Where she? Where's uh, Afro Beard Chick from? It's Chicago. She asked me the other day, she was like, is it one o'clock? What time? She asked me what East. Uh, no, I have to make zone. sure. She... <laughs> she said, oh, it's 12 here. Yeah. Then. Um, all right. Just okay. make sure. I <laughs> make sure. On it. On it. Got to be prepared. All right. Oh, welcome, 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 Alpha Beard Chick to the welcome, show. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank like you for I coming ask, on. Like I ask everybody tell us how you, what, what do you do, your movement, your, what you stand for. I mean, Alpha Beard Chick is pretty explanatory, but you got like a podcast and the whole blog. And, uh, Man. Uh, and she's very Afrocentric because right. I'm looking at the, the got, ensemble, got, I'm looking at the background vibes. All that she got merch. Man. She was she was uh, right by um, she, uh, she was right by uncap everything at the right. uh, uh, yep. fresh fest. Um, yep. uh-huh. So uh, welcome, welcome, Afro beard chick. Tell us who uh-huh. you are, how you did it, and and all of the, your favorite beers and all that kind of good stuff. All right. Well, I started my beard journey. Oh God, it's been almost eleven years now. Oh. Um, okay. I know a lot of you. My husband, we were dating at the time. He bought me a CS. It was a man that bought me a spear. Yep. He was just in there. I mean, oh, she said that at the time. <laughs> <laughs> we were dating at the time. Now we're married. Uh, but got a ring just, on it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. He was just getting into it. And like he has like Chicago beer games, Chicago beer pads. So it was like Kitchen Fall 2009. He bought home a uh, Sosie. And it's uh, Goose Island, which is now sold, to, sold out. Um, so it'd be sold out, sold out, sold out. But um, they would say they it's sold a Belgian, out. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and when he gave it to me, I'm like, man, this shit ain't good. This, this is so, this is good. This is actual. This, you know, doesn't taste like Miller. Doesn't taste like Heineken. I honestly, that was the last time I even had like a Heineken or Corona or anything. Like I was chasing you know, different styles of beer since. So when I first started getting into beer, I was all about the Belgians. I didn't like the IPA because my first IPA was uh, Hop Slam, and that was just too much for me. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So then I was like, man. And then over the course of years, now I love IPAs. I love stouts. And even, like, now my palate is still changing because when I first started getting stouts, I had to have, like, the dessert sweet, heavy stouts where, like, the creme brulee from, like, Southern Tier now I'm noticing I don't want the super sweet dessert stuff. I like them to be more mellowed out. Mm, but sure. not as many adjuncts. It's okay. I want to taste the coconut and the vanilla in it, but I don't want it to be like, give you cavities type sweet right. either. <laughs> um, for a couple, you know, hanging out with him and his friends, I'm like, shit, I'm tired of hanging out with y'all dudes. That's, you know, I want to hang out with dudes around beer. <laughs> I was like, I need to find some females. Like, what the hell is going on? So at the time, I came across Girls Train Out. They were a big club for women, and they started in Indianapolis, and at the time, they had, like, chapters in, like, 12 different cities, and it was still boring. So I was like, hey, can I start one here in Chicago? It was like, go for it. Mm-hmm. So I did that for a few years, and at the time, my girls, my daughters, um, they were still small, so I had to kind of step back because it was hard once the beer is in, for drinking, and I'm, you know, I still got to be a responsible parent, so I stepped away for a minute. 
But now that I'm a semi-empty nester, I got one kid out the house. She's in the Air Force, and I have my baby girl. She's 15. She's now entering her sophomore year of high school. And Right. The house. Shots, beer, everything. So about three years ago, it was so funny because like uh, I went natural with my hair five years ago. So yes, yes, I, I had I had I don't miss the creamy crack at all. So my coworker was like, you know, Shawana, you always talking shit about beer. You know, you know what you're talking about. You have this kick-ass afro, you know, you should call yourself Afro Beer Kid. And I'm like, man, I'm working with that. I love it. <laughs> so that's where, you know, after you people say, oh, why are you bring your race into your name? It's not about my race, it's about my hair. Because right now I'm looking like silly under here, but when my afro is out, <laughs> it's big and it's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't no <laughs> <with> that. <laughs> so... Ever since the, you know, I just kind of been doing my thing. I have my blog and I have my merch. And then, like, sh- not so long ago, I started a podcast. I mean, I kind of stopped at episode five because it's like, what the fuck am I talking about? I've been cooked up in my, you know, in my house well, since March. Right. I don't want to talk about my full wall. So <laughs> I kind of do need to get back to my podcast, This Chick Talks Beer. Really, I should really rename it This Chick Talks Beer and other shit because I've been talking big <laughs> shit. Yeah, see? Uh-huh. And I was drunk on my podcast 90% of the time. <laughs> That's okay. Like, I'm swearing words on it's, it's your podcast. It's your podcast. You can be drunk right. if you want. Do what you and want. Right. You want. Right. The Schlitz. The Schlitz talk beer. <laughs> you know, my day job, I'm, I'm IT. I'm, I'm a techie. You know, that's what my background is in computer engineering, forensics, oh. network security. You know, just, you know, doing yes. that. I'm, I'm a mom. Two beautiful babies. Love them. You know, like I said, mm. to my international, I have a, a four legged dog who's an asshole. He's a puppy, but he's an asshole. He's a cute asshole. So it's like, <laughs> I'm just kind of doing my thing. Real estate on the side, also freelance makeup artist. Like, how does like yo, calm really? down. Hold on, you, you do makeup too? She Hold says, on. Yeah, yeah. She says she's a half half empty nester, so she got plenty of time now. She's like, I'm right. doing everything. Listen, makeup <laughs> too? Shit, I need yes. you to but damn. Afro Bear Chick, what kind of real estate you into? Man, you know what? Honestly, I just got my license like what's it been like a year and a half. So okay. it's basically okay. residential, you know. You know, really get my feet wet because you know, here in Chicago it's a big buyer's market. I'm really just I didn't do it for the love of real estate. I just really did it because I wanted to get some extra damn money. Right, right. Multiple streams, streams, multiple streams, income. You know, so it's just kind of it's been fun. So you said Chicago's a buyer's market. You said Chicago's a buyer's market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. You know what? And here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, Chicago has seventy-seven different neighborhoods just within the city. We're not talking about Chicago land. We're not talking about the suburbs. We're talking about the city itself. Like for instance, I live in Rogers Park, which is the farthest north point of Chicago. And this is the most diverse section of the city of Chicago. You have, like, you have each, like, for instance, my daughter, when she graduated from her uh, middle school, in that one school of 640 students, they had 77 different uh, cultures in that one school. Mm. So that's, that's half of how many is. people live in I was about to say that's the half of the population. This is Andre Harrell joint, and then I'll meet y'all. And so that's why the locks went ahead, and they weren't part of that uh, um, 
uh, uh, um, carpool to kind of like went through like just shit like that. It's just like different and it's not out there where, and, and, you know, kind of gets frustrating where it's like, you know, this shit that like people who care about the shit, like I do either as a professional or as a fan, like you want to know, especially like what with all of us and kind of like the generation we come through where it's like, you don't want to hear the same shit. It's been 20 and 25 years. I don't yeah. want to hear the same shit all over and over again. So you know what? some of those That's like hip hop productions and sound like, yo, I don't want to hear like, Back in 1978, Cool Herc did this or whatever, and it's yeah. like, yo, mad respect to all of them. But it, at this at this point, like, it like the culture is so huge, it's so booming. There's so many different stories now. I don't want to hear that. And I think sometimes it, companies are in such a rush to be like, and let's tell the story about hip hop in London and Southeast Asia when it's like, yo, you don't even fucking hit Atlanta properly yet, or yeah. you don't even hit like. Right. But see, I think um, I think with the evolution of hip hop, because that's what I was expecting from it. That's why it took me a long time to even watch it because it's like how many hip hop. Uh, documentaries can you really yeah. watch, right? Yeah, something different. But I think with the evolution of hip hop, they took you through so many different angles of it, uh, and talked to so many different people that you really didn't even really you went you wouldn't pay attention to in your, in yeah. your natural hip hop life. Like, yeah, they actually talked to different people, so it was like a different. It was kind of like they kind of took it a different angle than yeah. what your regular, what you normally yeah. would expect. From. The, the, I mean, and, the, and they're they're hard, man. Like, I, I was a producer on the Bad Boy documentary, and that, I mean, they're. they're I, I can tell you there was two different versions of what were competing for what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And the version that came out on Apple music is not even one of those two. Like it's just, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're hard, man. Like there's just a lot of feelings. It's hard to like pull things together, like the competing interests, like, yeah, all, all those are hard. So like a huge admiration for just pulling it off. But um, mm-hmm. it's, it's more so it's, it's, it's probably me more so than them, but I haven't checked it out yet. Right. I haven't saved, but I just check haven't. It out. I want you to check it out and then let me know what you think. Yeah, <laughs> can I start from the beginning or start from a newer season? Um, you can start, start from the beginning. Yeah. Cause I think, I think there is some, some, not even, not even growth, but I think he tried, they, well, they tried to, to grab a lot of different things and try yeah. a lot of different angles. And just as a, even if I may know this stuff is like, and, and it brings back like good memories, maybe sometimes like, oh yeah, 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 I remember that kind of stuff. He does a solid job, and I think he tried to get as many different angles as possible. Yeah, yeah. That, that because people, I think that he one, that one, the same that way. one comedian is a part of it. Uh, what's his name? It's a uh, Indian com- a comedian from uh, Canada. Uh, oh, I forget his name. I saw him open up for Chris Rock, uh, but it, he his his, his company is involved in it somehow. Oh, okay, but I think it's almost like they took the angle that you you were speaking of, like because they got tired of kind of like looking at the same shit, like and he, he so I'm just hating, go, yeah, he tried to, he, yeah, he tried to take it a little a little different <laughs> angle. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so I gotta check it out then. I'm behind. I, I'll check it out. I'm gonna take your word for it and check it out. Yeah, check it out. Let me know. Right. Hey Jay, how do you um? The whole this whole interview you've been referencing back to like sports. How do you incorporate like your love of sports and your love of hip hop? How do you all you always seem to make that incorporation and that connection? Do you feel like that has helped you? Like, what do, what is the sports connection with you? Yeah, um, I, th- I think with sports, I, I think um, well, for example, the, the, it's easy to use sports for example because in in sort of like American culture, it's this. Uh, training ground that a lot of us know, right? You learn teamwork, um, yeah. how to move beyond yourself and, 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 and share the ball, right? Like an egalitarian offense and, and all these right. things and, you know, kind of these like values. And so I, I, that's why I think it's very prime for like examples. I use it a lot when I speak um, and I use it to, like when I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, what's your favorite sport? All right, boom, here's the example. Um, 
but but you know i mean the obvious easy thing is just like the competitive nature of it right like mm. they're they're even now like uh rob to go back to you like talking about like some of like the current like uh things that are happening in terms of like critique like you know hip-hop isn't in this stage now where lyricism is the primary currency right like, that absolutely used to be right um, but that still doesn't mean that with that uh, being de-emphasized that the competition aspect of it has waned right and so you know that i think that's the greatest like one-to-one thing of like hip-hop and sports um that can you can use and i think a lot of times like uh um the failing is like there's not sort of like the like like uh, uh win-loss record or the championship registered like sports that you like at the end of the nba season you know who's a champion um you know what's with 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 uh, versus or like uh, uh, Drake versus Meek Mill or whoever, like you know that that it ends up becoming that fodder for barbershop to debate that can end up being like endless, right? Right. right. Um, but I, but I just think that there's such a natural affinity because of that competitiveness that like another genre doesn't have, rock doesn't have it, um, pop music certainly doesn't have it, um, country doesn't have it, and you know hip hop and what that is and. I think the aspect of like the verbal jousting of it is is very similar to kind of the one on one with basketball or like yo this pitcher like I'm about to drive this shit out the park. Like I think I think a lot of that is a connection. And for me, in my work, I, like I mean, there's I use it as references when I write, right? Yeah. Like I, I remember I had this line a long time ago where I said uh, I was writing about LeBron James, and I said something. It was like LeBron James. I don't know if it was like Lance Stevenson or something, but I was like, yo, like LeBron James has money stacks bigger than you. And it was an easy like crossover reference of like basketball to mm-hmm. like whatever. Um, you know, I, I haven't had a chance to like utilize it. Like I've, I've had um, like, I, I, I interviewed <laughs> I, like, I interviewed to be like the editor in chief of Bleacher, uh, Bleacher Report where I had like three different meetings. I had like 14 different meetings with ESPN across three different states that, that, that kind of fell through at the end uh, where I would have had like a, a like prime space to like really do it. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I, I don't know. It's kind of like a TBD. And then like, and then there's like, a lot of in the DNA of it, but I, I haven't been able to kind of like apply here. I, I have stuff written and one of my like things that uh, through my company and partnering with this production company, I, you know, I, I think I may be able to pull off, but it's still kind of TBD. No, like I, I like, know, like we, we've known each other for so long, and we've always used the, the analogies of sports to talk about pretty much everything. So it's it's always interesting to hear you talk. When I hear you doing interviews with other people and things like that, you always reverse sports shit. Yeah, because well, yeah. like, sports is like the great American like thing. I think too. Also, like the older I get, it's like again, like I used to be like a hip hop journalist, right? And, and, you know, become an independent producer to my company. But, like, and cultural critic has come when you get older, when you just, you're able to see the, the, the board from a better angle, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and yeah. a lot of the things that I, I like to talk about, it's like, I, I'm really big in talking about the idea of, like, the American dream. And so I, this Jeezy interview I did for Vivo, I like it a lot because we were talking about this. And, you know, I say something to Jeezy where I'm like, you know, the American dream is a lot browner than the population gives it credit for, right? Like, we still have this idea of, like, the Ken doll uh, 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 the white picket fence or whatever, but it's like, you know, like if, looking at all of us, like, yo, we have wives and houses and cribs and college degrees and, and, and mm-hmm. none of us look like Ken doll. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Um, and, 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 you know, when we look back at stories where you think about like what happened in this country, like this shit isn't like, it's, it's the example I've given lately is like, my, it's, it's only my dad, right? I can reach back to my dad who was young enough in his lifetime where 
he was living in Puerto Rico at a time where flying the Puerto Rican flag in Puerto Rico was illegal mm. because of U.S. occupation, right? Like, um, that's that's not, that's not, that, that, I don't have to reach back that far, right? Like, I just go like this yeah. and I hit it. You know what I mean? It's just easy. And so I, in, in my roles as a cultural critic, I, I kind of like to talk about like this aspect of like what what it means to be American and how it's changing and, and, and sort of like if you listen to your ideas and the definition of it, like what it means in actuality. And so I, I use sports a lot because sports is kind of like the great American see-through, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's that thing. It's, it's, you know, a lot of people say they love music, um, but it's not the idea of like, like sports is big, big big business like you know uh, um i mean you know you know there's, there's people who like suck at ball who make 17 million a year it's big big business that everybody knows <laughs> and right. so that, that's why i find it particularly useful to use sport a lot of time when i use it as examples i'm using it because i'm trying to make a bigger larger um, yeah well and then if you think about it like when you listen to, to music when you listen to music they always reference sports in the in the music anyway right right, mm-hmm. right. i mean so it's just there, there's so many there's so many different genres of music but there's only one basketball. Like there's college right. basketball, high school basketball, and professional. But it's really right. they play all the same way. Where that country yeah. guy is playing the guitar different than the rocker would, different yeah. than the R and B band guy. Would, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's different genres. Yeah. So I think and 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 and, and so it's like, um, you know, like uh, uh, Illinois, like winning the Big Ten conference becomes like national news. Little Uzi Vert debuting at number five on the Billboard charts. That's not national news, right? right? So right. it's like. Sports just has a bigger microphone on it, so it's a bigger uh, um, megaphone attached to it. So that's why I like to use it in terms mm-hmm. of like my critiques. And, and it's like, and I say this too, like Lou and I had kind of had like this pre-discussion about things uh, a week ago or two, where you know he made this comment, it, especially like in the environment now, what's happening with like this like referendum uh, 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 against like police brutality and like what's happening with like black people in this country. And Lou was like, "Yo, I always felt like like I didn't have the views like separate to anything. Like you, you." you always felt like you were a part of it. And, and, but that's particularly why I like to use like sport as a metaphor for this, right? Cause it's not, it's nothing clear to use for shit when you're critiquing and pointing at the parts of America. And, and when you think about the ideals of sports and togetherness and, and, and I want to say like unity on some shit, like all lives matter shit, but it's just a fundamental underlying shit where it's like, this is the way it's supposed to be. And you see how it works or mm-hmm. this is the way shit is not working over here. Mm-hmm. Um, now you mentioned your, your company uh, a couple of times, but did you say the name of the company or? No, no Smarty Art. Smarty Art, okay. Smarty Art. I don't know if the name helps me with anything, but it's Smarty Art. <laughs> it's um, it's just the idea of uh, uh, you know, it's 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 part like intelligent content, but also like um, assholeish, okay. right? Like okay. Smarty Art, motherfucker. Um, it it, it I, I created it because uh, years ago my man was working at Nike and we went to this uh, Nike ID event and we got a pass of like break all the rules to make our own Nikes and picking any like material and this and that, whatever. Cause these have like constrictions of how you can make your own sneaker. This shit lifted everything. And um, people are like, I'm gonna put my name on my sneaker. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not gonna put my fucking name on the sneaker. <laughs> and um, I was like, damn, I need a name. I need a name. And somehow just smarty art popped into my head. 